Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, this is Gary Head at Signature Bank of Arkansas. We founded Signature Bank in 2005 with local ownership to serve our communities with the best bankers with the most authority to do business. We have succeeded in growing our bank to over $800 million in assets, including $50 million in growth in the first quarter in 21. We have 155 teammates that love our communities and the customers that we serve. We are always here to serve and eager to do so. As chairman and CEO, I welcome your call to have the opportunity to serve you. Please call 479-684-4700 or online at signature.bank and tell them that you heard about us at I Am Northwest Arkansas. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And uh, 
It's so funny. I'm, I'm kind of laughing at myself as I say this because some of you will appreciate this, but I do so many podcasts now. I have to remember what podcast am I actually recording for? But it, this is for I Am Northwest Arkansas, and we're here today with uh, our guest, Michael La Salada. Michael is the owner and founder of Hellion Bikes. And they are a new member of the Northwest Arkansas bike community. And Michael reached out to me a while back. I heard about his story and uh, I read something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we're going to get into it today. And we're going to find out why this creator of amazing BMX bikes, bicycles has come to Northwest Arkansas with his own style and with a plan to take this place by storm. And so without further ado, Michael LaSalada. How are you doing? And welcome to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Wonderful. Glad to be here today. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So listen, the, one of the first things that we like to do, because I always want to want the listener to know who they're listening to and why they should be listening to them. But I'd love for you just to kind of share your cliff note version of the superhero origin story, and then we'll kind of get into how you guys made it here. Wonderful. Well, growing up in the Pacific Northwest, there were several things to do as a child. And one of those was ride your BMX bike. I had the fortune of living outside of town and having several miles of fire trail that I could ride alongside the railroad tracks and a twin brother to race every single day. Well, between the two of us, we, uh, we kept at it and kept at it until we were both avid, avidly uh, competitive cyclists. And uh, at any rate, one thing led to another as a child and I had to leave it behind and uh, uh, came back to it as an adult when my children's passion grew and, and their interest in the bicycle was at a point where they needed a mentor and a, and a father figure to show them right from wrong on the bike. Wow, that's cool. And you have a twin brother. Is he is he is he an avid cyclist as well? Not so much anymore. His his career path has taken him away from the bicycle, but his love and interest is still there. And uh, we still lament over our old Chromoly BMX bikes. <laughs> Man, you mentioned Chromoly, and I was talking with somebody else. I think we had Pedal It Forward NWA. We had them on, and I was talking about. How I don't know if you remember back in the day when I was a, I did BMX as well and and I used to have a Redline, oh yeah, Mongoose, I you know it, with uh, with the really cool funky wheels and everything yeah. and um, but we used to zip strip the paint off of our bikes so that we could get that chrome look and mm -hmm. that was a big deal back you know a lot of people I mean I'm 52 but you know I I kind of got into it when it was just getting big in like in the area that I grew up in in New Jersey like in the late 70s early. 80s and BMX. I mean, there were BMX tracks everywhere. And like we even had one in our hometown mm -hmm. and they would have races on the weekends and it would be a lot of fun. So, but it is, it is BMX is kind of, it's almost like for a lot of people kind of recognizing the difference, there's a distinct difference between BMX and mountain biking. And so there, there is, you know, just trying to get this understanding of what, what's, I don't understand. And, you know, do adults do BMX versus mountain biking, you know, and, and, you know, what's the deal with that? So I'd love for you just to kind of walk us through some of the demystify this whole BMX thing, especially for this newer audience that may not be familiar with BMX bikes. Most certainly. Well, the BMX scene is, is huge. And there's folks that are even older than you that are still riding avidly today and competing on the national and world, world level. It's still one of the oldest velo sports that's still, that's still being in competition in the U.S. besides road. It is an Olympic sport as well. So we still have a very big scene in the U.S. and it's probably bigger now than it was back then. It's just not as prevalent on television because the big trick shows like X Games and all of your, you know, your big 
huge high risk tricks are, are taken over that scene that we all as kids once seen as just the track racer. Remember the movie Rad and, yeah. and it's culminating. <laughs> oh man, you're taking race. me back with Rad. I, I remember that was huge. We all went to see that movie. So same here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. So now how did you, I mean, the Pacific Northwest is quite beautiful. I mean, we, I know we were talking off offline uh, a little bit about your history, but you know, tell the audience a little bit about how you ended up here in Northwest Arkansas and what propelled you to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pack up this, this business that I'm running and I'm going to move it to the middle of the country. Well, we, we had spent several years building and culminating the business in the Pacific Northwest and it was going really well for quite a while. And we had a lot of interest and a lot of local, a lot of local help. And in the midst of COVID, we were, we were hit with basically a brick wall. The state of Washington locked itself down and only helped folks that were in pursuit of COVID response. And we were a startup at the time. We reached to our state, to our city, and we weren't helped in any way. We were actually asked to go away. We were inundating resources and that we should just uh, file for bankruptcy and close the business. And that came from the state. And we're the like- The state of Washington. The state of Washington, the revenue wow. department in the state of Washington did not want to hear from us. If we didn't have a solution for COVID, they were understaffed and underpowered to help us as a business in the state. Did they actually recommend that you file bankruptcy? They did. Wow. They told us that there would be no small business dollars lent to any small business in the state of Washington until COVID recuperated, and they didn't see that happening inside of our fiscal need. And after having filled out small business paperwork in the region, we were asked by several other folks who had small business lending including Little Rock, to entertain a, a relocation. Huh. And at that point, we, uh, we looked at five different locations across the U.S. And, okay. and I, won't, so, I won't get into any okay, of the others. Okay, that's but, fine. But, but you ended up here. All we care about is that you're here in Northwest Arkansas. Correct. So, yeah. Uh, we, did a, we did a couple benchmark tours. Um, one here in Bentonville okay. uh, was, was the one that, that sold us. Um, when we got to town, and we seen the all akin to a, a steamroller moving through the the new paved street. It's rolling at full steam. And uh, I don't think that uh, we can keep up with all the trail that it's putting down. There's no way. Oh, it's insane. Mm -hmm. and, and especially Bentonville, even more so than like Fayetteville. I live in Fayetteville, but Bentonville is so highly integrated with the trail system and, and, um, and mountain bike trails. Of course, in Fayetteville, we, we are well connected with the Greenway from a road perspective because I, I ride my road bike on all the trails around my house. And then then, of course, we have Mount Kessler and Centennial and Gregory Park. I mean, we have all these little like pockets of like insanely, and I'm going to use this word, dope mountain bike trails. It's just like everywhere you go, it's just like, man, this is awesome. That, you got that right. I tell you, every trail <laughs> we put our tires on out here is purpose built from top to bottom. And there's a handful that are, you can tell are the original ones that you, that they learned on and that they're coming back and fixing things on. And, sure. Uh, the Stoke is high in my camp and in, in my girlfriend's camp, uh, one of our other business owners. We can't get enough time out on trail here. It's just, uh, it's all smiles for us. That's awesome. What do you tell your friends back uh, in the Pacific Northwest about Ooh. Northwest Arkansas? When are you moving? <laughs> so, okay. Well, so tell us about Hellion and, and how uh, it started. What What's, I mean, did you just wake up one day and say, you know, I'm going to start a BMX bike company? So the brand was actually inseminated and started by Joe Prizel, one of our brand owners. He's a, a dirt park and park builder. Prizel Parks is his business. He was in the lumber yard in Portland, Oregon, constructing an indoor bike park there for some customers. 
and he was approached by a little Grom that needed a 20-inch dirt jump bike. They didn't make one. No one had one. Joe offered to put one of his friends to work. Uh, Mike Laird of uh, Laird Customs mm -hmm. uh, came on board at that point to build the first several uh, Hellion Kid DJs. And the brand's inception originally was to, to field that little Grom, the bike that wasn't available in the market. Through the first couple of years, that was really wonderful. And we, we sold quite a few bikes that way. We also brought on little shredder bikes out of Portland to help build some full suspension bikes. And we lent over the name Hellion to his full suspension bike, which later was sold to a German company. Um, that bike is now being produced in Germany and being sold in Germany as well. At that point, I bought the brand from Joe and we decided to run down a, a conventional 26 adult child bike, um, something that can transcend age and uh, bring all riders to a, an entry level mountain bike and begin to build a, a full-fledged chromoly American mountain bike brand. So, and so you would say 26 inch, is that, that's not the standard BMX size, right? No, it's actually what we're building now, our, our first production bike that we're offering the public is a 26 inch dirt jump mountain bike. Okay. So All it's right. a, it's a front suspension only rigid 26 inch dirt jump. It's genres the, of use would be pump track, okay. uh, BMX track, mountain bike trails. The only major flaw with uh, or drawback with this style of bike is they don't like to go uphill too well. They're one, one speed. I, I, I was going to, I was going to mm -hmm. say, that's the only thing, that's the only real challenge that with this bike. Yeah. And they're more of a, it's a crossover. If you were riding a BMX bike back in the day and you're coming over to mountain biking and you're trying to get those skills and understand the technology, this is really the bike that we hope you would grab because it's got hydraulic brakes on it, which you're not used to, as well as a front suspension fork. And we've, we've integrated a really good partner with our front suspension fork on our dirt jumper. It's a, made by Cane Creek, and they're another American brand as well, and they've developed a really nice trail fork for us that does everything we need in the jumping platform. It's developed specifically for our product to take our consumer from entry level to pro level and have all of those adjustments on the outside of the fork without taking it to a shop and having the shop change it and, and make it more suitable for your skill level. You, you as a consumer can do it all on the outside of the fork. Okay. All right. And then what is, I mean, to the natural eye, if, if I'm looking at uh, your bike versus a pure mountain bike, what are going to be, just kind of go through some of the noticeable differences between the two. And I know you kind of described the overall componentry, but just so. Well, you're going to have a really short chain stay, which okay. on our bike is a 395 millimeter chain stay. It's as short as possible with a 26 inch wheel. And we've also got a really slack top tube. So it's really low. You can transfer your knee over the top of it really easily. Those are the two major differences on a dirt jumper versus a mountain bike per se. And then a slacker head tube angle too, to allow for higher jump speeds, safer landings. But all of those things coupled together make a, a real stable jumping landing platform. Yeah. And depending on your conditioning, you can get that bike up to speed pretty quickly. You can. Some of our riders ride it up and downhill. Um, again, they, they do ride every day and they're avid cyclists. So they've got legs toned and, and they're ready to do the work without hurting themselves. But um, we do experience a couple chain breaks here and there from those guys. They got some big legs and we had one happen when we were up at Wicks Trail Jam. There was an old ninth hole of a golf course, mm -hmm. about 500 feet from the basement to the top. And he was cranking up the asphalt and he definitely used all that chain head and snapped her. Snapped her, right. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's crazy. So 
I'm curious, were you, when you came here and visited with, uh, were you, did you meet with the folks over at Visit Bentonville? We did. You we did. did. Kayleen did. Griffith we and did. those guys. So We had the honor of having a, a nice little breakfast with her over at the Onyx there in, in Bentonville. Okay. And then we, uh, we met with Gary Vernon as well. Okay. Met with uh, Mr. Mullins over at the Chambers. Sure. At the uh, um, Bentonville Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. And so your your take, and, and I'm actually I'm asking you this. I wanted to recant this story just so that people that might be listening to this, thinking about moving here, your initial reaction was what the first time you you set foot here in Northwest Arkansas. Well, I'll, I'll back up from that thought and preface it with this. I spent 25 years in maintenance management. Okay. So I spent a long, a lot of time listening to people field their wants, desires, and needs. And in this case, it was the first time that I heard all those in a way of helping. How do we remove no from your path and put yes in its place? The first positive messages all the way around about any question we asked, they had the solution or the person in, in front of a problem that, that could solve it for us. So they made it, they made, they just made it easy for the decision-making process a lot easier. They did. They took all the, all the negativity and all the idioms in a decision out of the, out of our path and, and answered those questions quite expeditly for us. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. So you've had now, have, have you had a chance to go down and check out Little Rock? Actually, we have not. Um, I had an opportunity to about three weeks ago and it coincided with another opportunity and wasn't able to get down there, but um, it is on our bucket list uh, here before the I guess winter sets in. Sure. Uh, we want to get down there and experience a little bit of Little Rock summer. Okay. And so for people listening to this, if they want to get a Hellion bike, what's the easiest way for them to do that? Now, I, do you have a showroom in Bentonville or are we've, you in the process of putting that together? Uh, we've partnered with two of the local bike shops in Bentonville. So if you're after a full, complete Hellion Hellbent DJ, which is what our current offering is, you would pick that up over at the Spoke on the trailhead at in Bentonville. Okay. Or you would buy a, a frame to build up over at Mojo. Mojo's Mojo. doing all of our custom builds for us. So if you want a custom color with custom componentry, uh, Dave or any of the guys over at Mojo will take care of you over there to get a custom Hellion built up for you. And then if you're after one of our production models, go over and see Jesse or one of the guys over at Spoke in Bentonville. Okay. So custom Mojo Spoke is for just a, a manufacturer's Correct. Just, yeah, bike. And all of our specs on the manufacturer spec are equal to or greater than what Dave's going to do over at Mojo. You're just going to get some specific color choices over at Mojo versus at the at Spoke. I got you. Is there any plans to do a like a, a showroom for you guys or? We have quite a few plans and I'm going to keep those to myself right now. Okay. Um, as you know, lots of things change here in the Bentonville area by the day. We do have a property that we've put a a note down on and we're waiting to see what happens. So uh, okay. if that comes through, I'll be phoning you up and we'll be having a conversation <laughs> about what's happening. No, I, okay. I love that. I, I would I would appreciate just kind of sharing that. Have you had a chance? I'm curious because you mentioned pump tracks and we have quite a few around here. Of course, the pump track down at the Jones Center is, is a premier pump track, one of the best in the world. Have you had a chance to ride that at all? I actually have. I, I had the opportunity to participate in the Red Bull Pump Track Challenge down there as, okay. a, as an individual and as a team member on Team Hellion. I had one of my uh, good friends and associates, uh, Chris Canfield, come out and join me for that. How was it? It was wonderful. It's a it's a wonderful track and a great venue. Okay. For those that, like, I mean, you've been on other other pump tracks. How how does it compare to what you've 
experienced elsewhere. It's world-class and you better bring your A game and lots of energy because it will wear you out. It will wear you out. So, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's funny you bring that up because a lot of times people say, well, those, you know, that's kind of, that BMX thing is more for younger people. And it's like, I'm not going to get a good workout doing BMX. And I would love for you kind of maybe to demystify a little bit of that for the average listener that may not be familiar with BMX as another form of bike workout that actually could be quite beneficial to them. It's actually a really low commitment workout in the sense that if you've only got 15, 20 minutes free here or there, and you don't have a lot of time to commute over to a trailhead and commit to cleaning up after the trail ride and all what that entails, a pump track and a, and a DJ is a really good way to integrate 15 to 30 minutes of exercise into your day every day if you're near one at work or can transition to one on the way home. In 30 minutes, you'll put down several laps, maybe four to six, and you'll feel it. You'll get a heart rate up and you will know the next morning that you were out doing it. Your <laughs> yeah. legs and knees will tell you. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll certainly feel it. And I would imagine too that there's, um, there's quite a bit of air you can get on some of those pump tracks as well. So Most definitely. The more you ride them and the, the better you get, the higher your speeds get. You realize that some of those doubles, which are two rollers in a, ro- in a row, you, right. can, you can double them and like the BMX riders do and, and send it over one into the other one. And I would caution you, if that's what you're up to, make sure that your skill level's up for the day because yeah. it changes by the day. And there's days that I do it and there's days I don't, depending <laughs> on how I feel. Like, yeah. And I, and I can see that double that you're talking about because actually if you're driving down crossover and you and uh, the Jones Center is on your right. So if you're going towards Fayetteville on 265, you can see that double that's right there on that side of the pump track. And it's really cool. I mean, that it's. I would encourage anybody to get down to Springdale and just go over and park at the Jones Center and just walk in there and take a look at the pump track. I mean, they've got a helicopter laid out there. I mean, it's got a bunch of stuff. And there's. I know when we first had that original world, we had a world event at that location and the weather was horrendous. It was really, really bad that day that we had it. But everybody that came I mean, people came from all over to participate in it and the, the feedback was tremendous. So it's exciting. So all the, all the good stuff that's happening there, there's a whole a transformation that's taking place at the Jones Center. So, I mean, that's kind of par for the course here in Northwest Arkansas. You're not quite used to that yet, but we are constantly iterating and improving upon things. So I'm really excited for what is to come. And you'll probably find that in the next two to three years, there'll be several other pump tracks around uh, in in some of these different cities between Fayetteville and and, uh, Bentonville that you guys will really benefit from. That'll be wonderful. We're definitely benefiting from what we have around us now, and we're we're glad to be here in in Arkansas. Yeah. So are you guys developing any new models? I mean, what, I mean, is there, I mean, what, in terms of what you can share, what, what can people expect from you guys in the future? We have our, uh, currently we have a 120 trail bike and a 120 slope style bike in, well, they're, we have them produced, but we're not in production on them. We're still trialing them and working through some prototype problems that we had with one of them. And those are solved now. I'm uh, getting the hours on them to ensure that we have longevity and that we can offer our lifetime guarantee as we, as we hope to. Yeah. So all your bikes come with a lifetime guarantee on our frame fixture and then okay. a one year bumper to bumper on, on all of our supporting component trees. Okay. So like if I take one of your bikes out and I break the frame, you're going to replace it basically. We're going to have you send it back into us and we're going to analyze it. And if it was due to our workmanship, then yeah, we're going to work out a deal with you and get you on a new frame. Okay. If it's something that was due to your use or due to the way that the bike was abused or not taken care of, then we may offer a crash replacement mm-hmm. discount for you. 
but that's going to come down to per case. And we'd ask that you go to your original supplier first, where you bought the bike and talk to them and have them reach out to us. And we'll work with them to get back to you on how we're going to manage that situation. Okay. And speaking of original supplier, how many outlets are selling your bikes right now? We currently have six distributors across the nation. Okay. We have one in Pensacola, Florida. We have two in Washington, one in Redding, California, and then uh, the two here in, in uh, Bentonville and one over in Russell. Okay. Russellville. Right. Russellville. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So you guys are getting some expansion then. Yeah. Yeah. We've huh. got quite a few of our, most of the satellites outside of the state are folks that we've been in, been in partners with on other business ventures in the past and, sure. and understand who and what we're about. And they're totally stoked to have our brand on their showroom and be pushing our products. Okay, cool. And are you guys going to be hiring anytime soon? Or are you hiring right now? We're currently, we're, we're a very small staff of three um, in-house and we currently don't have a need to increase, but as our demand increases, we will be staffing up. It is our plan over the next five years to bring on a full-fledged welding team. I currently do most of that work myself and, wow. need, and need to hand that off. So going forward, we're, we're, that'll be the first position that we fill uh, as a full-time welder. And I'll be advertising for that through Visit Bentonville. I'm going to ask uh, for some help there to have Bentonville help roll that out. So we'll be going through the community and through the trade schools to onboard that individual. Well, yeah. And I, and I would imagine with, I mean, there's there's just so many people here. You, you, you might talk to the right person and they're like, oh, I know somebody or my son just completed this and he might be open to doing that. So I think um, finding those types of individuals here is easier than you think, as long as you can, you know, connect with people and build and develop those relationships because you, you'd be surprised who knows whom. And I always call, I know that, you know, we always talk about six degrees of separation in, in the world, but here in Northwest Arkansas, it's like three degrees. <laughs> like if I, if you know me, then I know somebody that knows somebody that might be the um, answer to whatever you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? And so. There's something nice about that. And I'm always talking to people, even outside of the area, about what that looks like here in Northwest Arkansas. So we're certainly glad you're here. And we're certainly hoping and wishing for nothing but success for you and Hellion Bikes. Well, we're definitely glad to be here. And all of the support we've received so far, even in, in our own ventures, as we've reached out to different industry players to help us with our product, everybody's been nothing but, but helpful and honest and forthright. and. We appreciate the community here and we're glad to be part of it. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, if you guys see a, a dude walk riding around with a, a wide brim, um, snapback, uh, gray hat that says Hellion on it with uh, with a, a logo that looks like it's almost wings, that's probably Michael La Salada and he's uh, probably ripping up a trail somewhere and uh, shredding something. So that's great. But Michael, thank you so much for coming on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Last question for you. Since you've been here, you've been here a short time, have you gravitated towards any new places to eat or anything that's really caught your fancy since you've been here? I got to say, I'm product of the Pacific Northwest. I'd heard of chicken and waffles my whole life and never <laughs> had them until I had a good friend visit. And he's like, hey, we got to go have some chicken and waffles. And I got to say, those savory waffles are the best thing I've ever put to my mouth. Oh, that's cool. Where Now, where have you been going to get chicken and waffles? I can't even recall. He did the look up in the drive and uh, I just hopped in with him and he said, I found him. We're headed. Okay, cool. That's cool. All right. We'll have to, we'll have to get the name of a, one of your spots. I know that Slim's and we just had Tom Gordon on, one of the founders of Slim Chickens. They do a chicken and waffles that's actually pretty good. And uh, I know I grew up going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles out in LA. That's my spot. 
but yeah, no, it's certainly uh, there's some good places here to get chicken and waffles. So, you know, most certainly. And Absolutely. It's on my top 10 list now. All right. Well, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. We really appreciate it. And we certainly look forward to hearing more about how Hellion Bikes is growing and how you have uh, will embrace and become a part of this bike culture that we have here in Northwest Arkansas, because it is it is kind of special. And uh, I think the opportunities for anybody, whether you're a bike designer, whether you're a bike creator, whether you just like to ride bikes, Northwest Arkansas kind of has a little something for everyone in that area. Would you agree? I would totally agree. <laughs> okay. That's no good. one is left out when they come to visit Bentonville or, or Northwest Arkansas out of any. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So good. Well, well thank you so much for coming on and, and we really appreciate it. Anytime. Have thank a great day. You. Thank you. There you have it, folks. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. It was so great to have uh, Michael on from Hellion Bikes and definitely check them out. And oh, by the way, what is the website? Uh, www.hellionbikes, that's plural, LLC.com. Okay. So it's Hellion, H-E-L-L-I-O-N, bikes, B-I-K-E-S-L-L-C.com. Please check out uh, their website. And if you do drop them a line or anything, make sure you let them know that you heard about them and you heard about Michael first on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. So we'll certainly appreciate that. But that's all we have for this week. As always, uh, you can catch our shows wherever great podcasts can be found. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, it doesn't matter. And as I've always said, you can just say to Alexa, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas and she'll oblige you. And uh, I was looking to see if my Alexa started to acknowledge that, but maybe she's not plugged in. But anyway, that's all good. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. And as always, each week we have a new story uh, about somebody else doing something amazing here in Northwest Arkansas, like Michael LaSalata with Hellion Bikes. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I will see you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.